Hey y'all, it's your host, Isabella Orlando, and you're listening to the Just Living Y'all podcast. Today's episode, we will be discussing eating disorders around the holidays and birthdays. I hated the holidays when I was in my eating disorder. I felt like I was in a mid minefield of a panic. I would tiptoe through the eating disorder detonators and only to have to deal with worried family. My eating disorder would kick up a fuss months before any holiday gathering, acting like a sergeant in drill training. With every failure to honor its demands, I would be mentally punished with visions of my family's faces looking at me in disgust. And with every success of meeting its needs, I was rewarded with a fleeting sense of accomplishment before the demands would start again. Either way, holiday sucks for me and my family. I love my family so, so much. And they kind of understand like what I'm going through, but honestly, while I had my eating disorder, I, like, they didn't really know around the holiday time because I had just started recovery last year. So this year was my first, like, Thanksgiving, knowing about my eating disorder and being aware of my eating disorder with my family knowing about it. So it was, like, really hard, I guess, for them to be around me. I know for my parents personally, like, they would ask me what did I what I wanted to eat prior to going to my grandparents' house. Um, but there was, like, lots of things that I told my parents prior to going. And I was like, don't discuss dieting, a.k.a. skipping meals, calorie counting, bad versus good foods, earning foods. And I was like, focus on the enjoyment of the food at the table and being with your family. Don't discuss weight. Focus on spending time with your family, not the food, again. Um, It's not all about the food on Thanksgiving. It's about giving thanks and spending time with your fam. And I was like, I just, there's such like a high expectation, like, you know, like eat all the food at Thanksgiving, get so stuffed. And like, then you have to like go for a walk afterwards or like you have to burn it off the next day, all the food you ate, which is totally false. Um, Especially before the holiday gatherings start, catch the eating disorder voice in your head. Check the facts and prepare to talk back to yourself. Make a list of things you can predict that people might say or do which will trigger your eating disorder thoughts. So something I did, you know, sitting at the table, I think my mom's like, oh, Stefano, like go for a walk, like, or like, go run around outside so you guys can eat dessert or something. My mom said that while we were at the table at Thanksgiving. I don't, I think she definitely like noticed she said it like after the fact, but, like she didn't catch herself prior. You know, that was like honestly very hard for me to hear sitting there because I'm like he like my brother like and my cousins and the I like don't need to go run around outside before we go eat dessert and eat more food like that's not how it works um just like you know I mean I don't know if in terms she was thinking about digestive system and like thinking oh like just to digest your food like move around for a bit but like to hear that and sitting like that was honestly the only comment that was made this year but like typically there's a lot more comments I think and I think my parents were very good about like telling that to my aunts and uncles and like just saying like no like don't force her to eat anything don't say like this has like oh this is a lot of calories or like this has a lot of fat in it like don't say any of that um you know you have to really take back your power by structuring your schedule and surroundings so like that's planning what I'm eating ahead of time planning like x y and z of um like, I'm going to eat this. I'm not going to eat this. And so, like, you know, like especially with my PCOS diet, I sat there. I had turkey. I had a piece of lasagna. And then I had some asparagus and 
salad maybe I think and then I made my keto brownies and I had some keto brownies and like that's what I ate all together and I was so content and happy with what I was eating I definitely saw other foods I really wanted to eat like um cornbread and uh another dessert and I just in my head I was like those are not gonna help my PCOS right now and like it's okay to have that piece of like whatever that day but like I also didn't even feel the need to like oh like I need to eat everything under the sun at the table when typically like if everything's out like I will just eat a bunch of food and just continue eating and I couldn't stop eating which is like a really big thing and just not like I couldn't stop myself from eating and like last year I remember like at birthdays and at Christmas and at Thanksgiving like I would just non-stop eating and it wasn't because I was hungry and like it wasn't because I was even enjoying the food it was because my emotions were too high and I was experiencing hunger after my restrictions and the food felt now or never and listening to your body means getting curious instead of judgmental with yourself and like are you hot like you know sometimes I would just feel super overwhelmed with all the food on the table and like not being able to like pause and just like think about what's in front of me and I also didn't really have the support so sitting with the support aka my mom especially like she's the one who I think I've talked to the most about my eating disorder and not even a lot still but it was nice to just like for her to know like what I was thinking prior to going into the Thanksgiving time and I just had to remind myself and give myself the gift of enjoying a meal instead of disliking my meal or restricting the meal and I really limited my time at the dining table or sitting in front of food like my brownies that I made like it was in a container I had a couple and at, like I just was sitting there I had two and then I like felt the need to like want more because it felt like fight or flight mode and I said to my brother I said can you please move this thing of brownies close the container and put it on the other side of you like farther down the table just so like it wasn't in front of me because that's typically what happens when something's in front of me I just keep eating it and a lot of people will say they do that they oh the bag of chips is open like I'm just gonna keep eating it but like in my head like it is a fight or flight I cannot stop eating and like it will not stop for a very long time so like I have to put in those boundaries of moving my plate or cleaning my plate or moving that dish in front of me and during the first hour after a meal you I'm extremely vulnerable to my eating disorder and so after post meal we played a game with my family that kept me occupied kept me from not eating all the extra food which was really really great so definitely like it was exciting to have a successful holiday without like really feeling my eating disorder thoughts because I talked to my therapist about this and like how I didn't feel restrictive and how I like actually felt okay with um with the holidays um because honestly Thanksgiving I think is the hardest holiday for most people recovering and eating disorders and you know I just had to show myself a lot of self-compassion it is okay to struggle and to feel overwhelmed but I try to give yourself like that compassion for how difficult holidays can be and I really just kept reminding myself like this is difficult for you but look at you like you're sitting at the table you are at this holiday and you are managing your eating disorder right now and if I needed it like aka asking my brother to move the dish of brownies like to the other side of the table like it's okay to ask for help like ask for help like really is beneficial and you know like it just was like 
making me feel less overwhelmed by him helping me and I just try taking deep breaths and it's okay like you don't want to just be struggling alone and definitely having a holiday coping plan is something special like which foods will you eat and which fear foods will you consume as well make a list of which foods make you feel anxious or uncomfortable eating and like you can try like a little bit of each fear food um you have to give yourself permission to eat your favorite foods. It is definitely much more difficult to use coping skills in the midst of stress, but having a plan can definitely help this. And giving yourself unconditional permission to eat all of your food, favorite holiday foods is so important. Not allowing yourself to eat certain foods that you actually want and thinking you shouldn't eat certain foods creates a deprivation cycle in your mind and body and can lead to you feeling out of control around food, especially your favorites. Instead, giving yourself permission to eat what you want, when you want, and however much you want helps you to not obsessively think about foods. Dealing with my OCD definitely plays that factor of like being obsessive around like what I can and can't eat, but I have to remember it's not a fight or flight. There's no good or bad foods. Giving yourself permission to feel satisfaction from eating. So like, say like I ate my portion, I was still hungry. I have to allow myself to eat more or to like just you know, you want to feel satisfied after your holiday meal. You want to feel like, oh, that was such a great meal spent with my family. And I feel satiated. And you have to sell health, set healthy boundaries as well. For example, choosing to not engage in diet talk or leaving a family function early. Try not to overcommit yourself. So okay, a, when I, my mom said some, made a comment, I got up and went to the bathroom and just took a couple deep breaths and was like, that was not towards you. She's not fat shaming you. She's not saying you are unhealthy. Like, it was just something coming from her parenting mind. Um, and you got to amp up your self-care too. This may take the form of extra snuggles with your pet or connecting with loved ones or taking some time for yourself. Increasing your self-care around this time may help to manage stress. So definitely like post Thanksgiving like dinner, I went for a walk just to like calm my mind and make sure I wasn't around food. And that's something I'm still really working on in my recovery is like, when, I, when food is lingering out on the table, like, to just be, like, not be around it, that's still something I'm doing, and it'll take, it's taken me a long time to sit, like, for periods of time post-dinner with my family with the food on the table, but taking it one day at a time, one day at a time is really key, and looking too far into the future without a plan can sometimes cause a person to worry, and by making those short-term goals, you can make the most out of each gathering with loved ones, and... As you guys know, it was my birthday on this past Friday on December 3rd, and this was my first birthday out of recovery. Um, well, I'm still in recovery, but definitely like towards the end of my recovery and not full force in my eating disorder mindset. And so this, you know, my birthday, I was with my family. I celebrated last weekend before I came back to school after Thanksgiving break with my family. My mom got me an ice cream cake and made me a keto cake. So I had a piece of the ice cream cake and I had a piece of the keto cake. And um, typically I would, in my head, I'd be saying, oh, this cake is bad. This cake is bad. But it's not. It's your birthday. Let's celebrate. You love cake. You love ice cream cake. Why would you not let yourself eat that? I remember last year, like, thinking, like, seeing all the dessert on the table and we had, like, a birthday party, like, I'm going to be like, this is all unhealthy. I can only have one of this, one of this, or like, but that would lead me to binging later in the night after my birthday party, making me feel awful. So like this year, I said to myself, I am allowed to have my cake. I am allowed to enjoy it. 
I should be enjoying it. I should be enjoying my time with my family. And when they sing happy birthday to me, I get to blow out those candles and I get to eat that cake. And I kept saying that to myself because I knew in my head it was going to be a battle to sit there and eat one piece of cake, enjoy it. And if I wanted another one, like I would allow myself to have another piece. And I did. And it was, that was really hard because, you know, desserts are definitely one of those fear foods for me where I restricted for so long with not eating them. So it was really nice to just be able to eat it and not feel super guilty about it. Definitely the next day it was like hard because I was like, oh, there's still cake. And like I brought cake back to school with me and like I had some each day. And on Saturday, I mean on Friday, my actual birthday, my mom sent cupcakes and they were gluten-free cupcakes. And I enjoyed a cupcake on my birthday, a nice big cupcake. And there was five other cupcakes left over and they sat in the fridge and I didn't... Um, like, I didn't eat all of them. Like, in my head, I feel like last year, I would have been like, I have to finish this box of cupcakes, like, now. And, you know, that sounds kind of crazy to some people, but for me, like, that's just how my brain was last year, and I felt the need to finish the plate, finish what, whatever was in front of me. But I enjoyed my cupcake, and I let myself have a cupcake just by itself, not with, like, something healthy to balance it out, because that also is not a thing. And I enjoyed my cupcake. And at first, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, a box of cupcakes, that's, like, very stressful for me. Um, just because I was like, this is like the only thing that's in front of me. And I, I was able to just like relax with it. And it was really great. Like I was able to have a cupcake and not feel guilty afterwards. So that was just so like, a, such an accomplishment for me, like being able to not feel guilty after eating my cake and birth and cupcakes for my birthday. And I feel like this is like, you know, celebrating your birthday and recovery is such a just topic that is, goes undiscussed. You know, it was really hard for me every birthday being around those foods for the two years that I was in my eating disorder. And I'm so happy that like in my power now, like I'm able con to control myself. And like some reminders to help avoid your food guilt. You want to be chewing your food well. You want to be very present. Don't be thinking about the future or the past of what you ate, but just be like, I'm eating this now. And you don't need to earn your meal either. That is such a huge reminder. And really, like, you don't earn your meal at all. Like, your body needs fuel. And you don't want to be restricting prior to your birthday meal, your Thanksgiving, like, dinner, your Christmas Eve meal. Like, don't restrict prior just because you're eating, oh, quote-unquote, more sometimes at that those dinners. So definitely some things to do, like to alleviate stress during the holidays, is have that plan, have a support system, and don't be afraid to say no to things. There is definitely a natural tendency to try to be everywhere during the holidays and shopping, family parties, company parties, meeting up with your friends, that it's easy to overextend yourself. And trying to attend every function can quickly lead to anxiety and stress and the feeling that there isn't enough time for yourself. Before the holidays come, plan ahead by making a list of events you must attend or truly want to attend. You can pressure your mental health by keeping your schedule as stress-free as possible by not overextending yourself. I definitely, like, I'm a person who doesn't like to say no to things. So, like, of course, before I went home for Thanksgiving break, I had Friendsgiving and I was trying to get dinner with people before leaving. And definitely I have to set boundaries for sure. But um, when I get home, you know, I'm going to be wanting to do all this Christmassy stuff. And even right before we leave for break, like, I'm going to want to do all these Christmassy stuff. But, like, definitely, like, 
take a step back and just like relax and take time yourself especially since finals are coming up for me like my stress is going to be very high over the next two weeks and that will cause stress around food if anything stressful in your life is always going to cause stress around your eating disorder and cause more anxiety around it which is why practicing self-care so so important so like for me self-care is going to the gym reading my bible and drawing and journaling talking to god and cooking or baking and or just spending time with my friends and definitely not spending time with people who stress you out that is also you know your friends like sometimes hanging out with your friends can be stressful and like they could just cause more stress to you so like making sure you're choosing healthy people to be spending your time with um i definitely think like I can just look back and see how far I've come in terms of the holidays and eating. And I want you guys to know that you're not alone with the holidays in terms of eating and struggling. And people even who don't have eating disorders, it's really hard to eat around the holiday season because you feel maybe pressured to eat a certain way or to like, I don't know, like you just feel a lot more like pushed past your point. Because I think everybody honestly has food guilt. That is something that everybody experiences. And like a lot of people experience eating disorder thoughts. But because a lot of people like they think, oh, like you were just eating like before this. Like why are you eating more? Or like stuff like that. It's just like you don't want to say that to a person who has an eating disorder. And like the willpower, that is my worst thing ever. Like someone says I wish I had your willpower or whatever like sitting there and like that's just like so triggering to someone who has an eating disorder and they're not driven by an eating disorder is not driven by your willpower and to be honest it's kind of insulting for us to hear that and eating disorders are not like diets although there's often a component of the eating disorder driven by body image and the desire to lose weight much more often there are coping mechanisms we need far more willpower not to listen to the voice so let's don't just say this like, there are no replacements. Like, when something is said to someone with an eating disorder, it's going to trigger them. And, like, saying, oh, I skipped my breakfast this morning for lunch today. Like, you don't get it. Skipping a meal has very little to do with an eating disorder. And, yes, it's often sometimes something sufferers do, but it's much more about the feelings that manifest themselves around the food itself, whether the food is actually eaten of or not. Instead, try, I don't understand, but I'm here for you, and I'm sorry you're struggling. To someone who says, I skipped that. And, like, I've also heard, but I've seen you eat this before. No schnitzel. Of course we eat. We are still alive, aren't we? Again, eating disorders are far more about the feelings that surround the food more than the food itself. Instead, try saying, I recognize that it's incredibly hard for you, and I'm so proud of you for doing it anyways. If... if that person says that to you like you should recommend saying being like hey you should say this instead or like if you're someone listening who doesn't have an eating disorder say those things instead of what I'm telling you not to say or you know someone saying it's not a big deal maybe not for you it's not a big deal but for the sufferer it becomes our whole life things like this are just signs of lack of understanding you are valid and any struggle is too much struggle instead try I can only imagine how much this affects every day Keep going, I am here for you. Having someone say I am here for you is the best thing for your heart. It really like 
having my friends say that to me, I'm here for you. Because sometimes my friends can't do anything besides just sit there with me or just support me and say I'm here for you. It helps me drastically. And a lot of people are like, oh, you look so much healthier. You look so much better at, like, the holidays. Like, when you see, like, a family member who you haven't seen all year, like, people say that. Statements like this are just adding to the belief that eating disorders have looks. Weight is a symptom that may, many do experience, but equally many don't experience weight when it comes to eating disorders. Instead, try. You seem more like yourself. Actually, one of my friends did say that to me, like, a couple of weeks ago when I went home, they were like, you just seem so much better. You seem happier. You seem like alive again. And just because I look better doesn't mean I'm not, I'm still, I'm not still struggling. Like I still struggle like every day. It's a battle. And just because I'm eating doesn't mean I'm cured from my ED. Like I could be eating my dessert, like the cupcake for my birthday. And like, I don't know, my friends didn't know, like I was, it was hard for me to eat the cupcake because I, I used to be like, no, this is bad. And like, oh, I'm going to feel so guilty afterwards or I'm going to have to go to the gym after eating this cupcake. And like, that was my old mindset. And like, that stuff was still there in the back of my head. But like, I'm eating it and that's just the step. And commenting what I'm eating uh, is not only unhelpful, but it's very damaging to my heart and to my mind. And just because I judge how I look doesn't mean I'm judging you. So, like, sometimes I'll judge and look at myself and be like, oh, I look ugly today. I don't feel pretty today. Don't think I'm also judging everybody around me. Honestly, everybody's only judging themselves. I don't think I really, I don't think I've ever judged someone for what they're eating, for what they look like. Because, honestly, I've learned that I'm always judging myself and too focused on myself when it comes to what I look like. That I'm not really focusing on everybody else. And acknowledging how hard I'm trying means a lot. So when you someone says you're wow, you're you are pushing it, like you are thriving, you are trying your best to like punch this eating disorder out. And like someone noticing and acknowledging that is so great. And eating disorders are not only about the appearance, but it's dealing with the trauma. And the trauma that I've went through for two, almost two years dealing with my eating disorder, like it is always going to be there. That I almost have PTSD from. Um, actually, like, I don't know. I forget what the situation was. But I was like, oh, I have to tell my therapist this. Because I was like, oh, I, when I had my really bad cough, like, maybe three weeks ago, I almost felt like I was going to throw up. But that throw up feeling felt like it was like a binge throw up feeling that I used to have. Because, like, when I would overeat, like, I would get all the acid reflux and, like, Felt like I was going to throw up even though I wouldn't actually throw up. But it was that same exact feeling. And I had a lot, so much trauma with my cough because I thought I was going to throw up. And, like, it felt like that same feeling. And, like, there was, like, that PTSD, like, shown from my eating disorder that was, like, spoken out about. And I've never really talked about that because I haven't had a bad cough like that or, like, that feeling ever since I, like, binged, like, last, like, extreme in my eating disorder phases. So, like, that was really scary and that was like whoa like oh my gosh like I have PTSD from my eating disorder like I didn't even know I had that and like I think I forgot to tell my therapist this but uh therapist if you're listening like I will be talking to you about this because that is a thing and like I felt so vulnerable in that moment but like feeling vulnerable is a strength and it's not a weakness changing your mind is a strength not a weakness empathy is a strength not a weakness asking for help is a strength and not a weakness. 
So those are just like some things. Also, this is just like something that like I had planned out to say. Um, it's like an example like of an eating disorder thought. I want this item for breakfast, but it's not quote unquote healthy enough. I should have the traditionally healthy meal instead. The recovery refrain of this is quote unquote healthy is a super abstract concept that can mean different things throughout different periods for which for each of us. Actually, what is healthiest for me right now is honoring this craving and having the item that sounds really good this morning. This recovery refrain can be used at holidays when eating different stuff. Um, and I think that like definitely like that's an example. Like you should try to do that if you are struggling around the holidays, like with birthday cake or oh that cornbread on the table or those um, peppermint cookies. And if you are worried about eating during the holidays, it's just dinner or it's just lunch. It's just another dinner where I can be mindful because I ate breakfast, lunch, and honored what I ate this craving that day. And no matter what you eat on that celebration day, it's important to continue to honor what your body needs or wants in the following days. Overeating is normal during these times, but there is no need to punish your body for anything you ate. You're going to want to look back on the holiday season and be reminded of the fun times you have with the people you love. You won't remember the amount of foods you consumed five years from now, so focus on being present with the people around you. Lastly, try not to let the food or body opinions of others impact your own choices. Set those boundaries with them by sharing how you're trying to feel your body in ways that feel good and that they can keep their comments to themselves, respectfully. Eyes on your own plate, guys. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to episode five on the podcast. I am so excited for what's to come. I'll be recording definitely some more episodes to share over break. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and have a great holiday season with your eating. And I hope that you guys can conquer it if you're struggling. You guys are all super, super strong and you can, you guys are growing and you're going to make a way. Anyways, have a blessed day. I love y'all.